This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host, covering everything sport, international and local. Guess what? It's 100 shows on the Halftime Show. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm so happy that you guys are here with me and tuned in on the Halftime Show, whether it's Pulse95Radio.com, Pulse95FM, or even our very own app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. A lot of learning and discovering on this journey and a huge shout out to my Pulse95 family, everyone in the background. We are 100 up today and guess what? We are celebrating by taking a roundup of some of the fantastic guests we have had on the show who have added their flavor to the halftime show. I've only got an hour, <laughs> so I'm going to try and get as many as I can in, in the hour. But I'll tell you one thing, if you ever do miss our shows, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud or even Spotify. Just head over there. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. And we have some amazing guests covering some incredible topics such as mental health, gut health, strength and conditioning, how the brain works. God. And I'm just saying a few. So now, um, also a massive shout out to everyone who's tuning on the Instagram live at Omar Alduri and Pulse95 Radio. Thank you very much for all your love and support, especially those who are tuned in regularly from Egypt, Saudi, Bahrain, UAE, UK, and even the US, which is very, very early out there. And Sharjah, we love you, of course. And I really appreciate your support and keeping me company throughout the show. As you know, if you tune in regularly, the halftime show is more than just sports. It's a lifestyle and a look at things from ringside, the locker room and the mindset of different athletes, coaches and professionals all around the world. One of the most fulfilling things I'm grateful for is using this platform to raise awareness on important topics such as mental health, how to fuel the body, how vital the brain is in performance and everyday life. Stay tuned on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Pulse95 Oh, he loves the fire! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Shout out to Amal Alia and Alaa who are tuned in from the national team. Thank you very much for your support. Today's show marks the 100th show from the Halftime Show, so you've come in at the perfect time. And I'll tell you this now, it has a different twist to it because we're celebrating some of the guests we've had on the Halftime Show. Now, seeing as I only have an hour, we're throwing nuggets at you, but if at any time you want to check out your favorite guest or topic, head over to Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, or even Spotify to check out the full interviews. Now, one of the interviews I found extremely fascinating was Jim Quick, who is known to the world as the brain coach. Now, I'm fascinated by the way the brain functions and how important it is for many reasons. Now, I got a chance to meet him at the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival last year. He talks about knowledge as power and the brain being a superpower, which got me thinking already. So he was already in my head by the time we started the interview. And for those that follow his podcast and global seminars, 
He often refers to exercising the brain and being a brain fitness coach, which adds a whole new dimension to the show. Now, mindset is a practice and having so many different professionals on the show, like Hiba Abdul-Gawad, Matt Marnie, and recently Rose O'Donovan, they highlight the role it plays. And that was the wonderful thing about being on the halftime show. Now, fight or flight and the definition of parasympathetic and sympathetic showed me a whole different ballgame when it came down to how the mind functions and how it reacts to different things in life, not just in sport. And growing up, I looked up to athletes and coaches who physically were in incredible shape. But what I missed out on and learned as I got more experience as a coach is those athletes may have aesthetically looked great, but what was going through their mind? Now, we all know if you want to lose weight or add some muscle, you go to the gym. But what space do you go to when you want to train the mind and mentally fit is just as vital as physically fit and the brain is not a muscle but it works like a muscle. To help it grow it needs novelty and nutrition and practice for it to be able to function at optimal level. Now everybody needs to commit to live mentally fit however do we. Text us on 4215 or do and let us know what your thoughts are on how much the brain works as important as how the body does. Now, everybody needs to commit to living mentally fit. We live in an age that requires mental toughness as well as physical because of the things we face every day. You got stress, anxiety, mental health, family and work. And having the halftime show has allowed me to learn a lot through different human beings who happen to be athletes, coaches and practitioners. But what do you think? What out of our shows, who was your favorite? Text us on 4215 or do or slide into our DMs at Omar Duri or Pulse95 Radio on Instagram. And coming up next, we talk about some of the athletes we've had on the show and the role they have played, not just for themselves, their teams, but their families on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse95. You're listening to Pulse95. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duria. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. If you're just tuning in, it's the 100th show. Yes, that's right, folks. The 100th show on the Halftime. And thank you so much. I'm so grateful to everyone who's tuned in, showing love today and being supportive wherever you are around the world. From Sharjah to the US, we appreciate you. And we also have a special person in the studio in the background who I might bring on later. But you have to stay tuned to find out who that is. Unless you're on the Instagram live at Omar Alduri or Pulse 95 Radio and you've had a peak already. But hey, only you guys will know that. Now we're doing a recap of some of the fantastic guests we've had on the show who have taught me a lot. Athletes like Ishtar Azawi, who's the female world champion in Jiu-Jitsu representing Iraq, spoke about the several obstacles she had to face from breaking the stigma of females not competing in the Middle East to her personal battles to get to the top. Very, very insightful interview with a lovely person as well. And she came down to the studios here in the heart of Sharjah at SBA and told us about her journey, uh, you know, representing athletes, representing women, representing Iraq. Shout out to Iraq for everyone's listening. And speaking about representing Mo Ali, who is one of the most incredible athletes I've had the pleasure of working with. Listening to him and understanding his rise since he was a teenager and he was quite raw, almost like a diamond. Very raw and then you know now he's shaping up to be a boxing superstar 
who's growing every day and uh, and I, I'm so proud and happy to witness his rise. You also have the UAE talent, Noor Al Harmoudi, Yazia Suedi, Amal Murad, and of course, Walid Muhammadi, who fly the flag for the UAE and showing us that we are as good as anyone out there. The talent is there. And I will say that, you know, sometimes when you're out here, you kind of don't appreciate the talent we have because we're always looking at what everyone else is doing. And the fact that I like, you know, what Sharjah represents and what the people of Sharjah represent and also the people of the UAE, it's nice to see the development, also the facilities that's being, you know, uh, modified and the attention uh, and the awareness. And that comes down to our rulers here who do invest in time and money and, and, and energy into these athletes, which is, which is fantastic. Speaking of athletes, Leone FC, a women's football team who grew out of Sharjah and have won tournaments across the UAE, competing against some of the best athletes in the country. I have the, the, the pleasure of having Coach Tarek uh, come in on the show with his team, and I had them on twice, and I had a rotation of about 7 to 10 footballers in the studio, and it's never bad to have footballers in the studio. So it was good to kind of see that. Um, and also, you know, get different perspectives. The nicest thing about Leone FC is they come from different backgrounds, representing so many different cultures and different, you know, nationalities and everything. And for me, that's exactly what I like about sport. I really like it. And I'm saying that as well because John Terry needs no introduction. And having finished off his playing career, winning multiple trophies, both domestically and internationally, he spoke to me about his new role as a coach, being at Aston Villa's assistant manager. I asked him who was the best coach he played under. And yeah, you'll have to tune into the podcast to find out who he said on that. I'm sure you can guess. And if you can guess, who's the best coach John Terry played at, uh, under? Text us on 4215. or do for all my football fans. And who was the toughest opponent he faced in his colorful career? So that's definitely a, a nice one to have on the list. John Terry's interview was very, very cool. He was here very, very recently. Jamie Lawrence. Now, for those who don't know Jamie Lawrence's story, he's an ex-professional uh, footballer who played for Leicester, Bradford City and Jamaica, playing against the Brazilian Ronaldo, Steven Gerrard, Dennis Bergkamp. And his story was very raw. It was a real story which told us a lot about his journey from the prison to the pitch and the lessons he learned. Now, if you want to talk about strength, in mind and body, Jamie Lawrence is your guy because he's um, the, the amount of things he had to go through and he used sport in the positive way after getting himself in a little bit of trouble and now is making a real impact on today's youth. A lot of the players you see now playing for England um, have been coached by Jamie Lawrence and that's what I love about sport. It can really build characters, it can really change someone's life and Jamie Lawrence is definitely no different uh, you know, to that. Mo Muscles. <laughs> a lot of people love Mo Muscles. Uh, Mo Ismail to his real name. Mo Muscles to his Instagram name. Um, talk to me about bodybuilding and how it's and how he was changing the perception we have of bodybuilding body, body in the Middle East. That was a very cool interview. Very different, um, a different opinion on on a lot of things which we sometimes uh, stereotype, which was cool. Sid Muhammad. Now. You may wonder who's Sid Muhammad. Sid Muhammad is um, is a, is not maybe not a global superstar, but he's a local superstar, and he organizes games in the UAE for the community for 20 years. He's playing football, he's playing cricket. These guys don't have to do it; they don't get paid for it. 
and he was a superstar I had on the show. And I loved having him on the show because, again, this show isn't just international, it's local. And his contribution to the community was amazing. And if you haven't heard that show, that's definitely one you want to catch on to. Joseph Ido. I got a little personal connection with Ghana for those that know me. For those that don't, Joseph Ido, I met at the African Nations Cup in Senegal when we were with the Ghana team. The beautiful thing about this story is he was playing in the Ghana League and last month played against Lionel Messi and Barcelona. Unreal. The story, the rise, the determination. He wasn't really considered uh, a centre-back because of his height, but he stuck at it because that's what he's best at. He believes in himself. He played against Messi and recently played against Real Madrid as well. If you're wondering what happened in that game, he fell off the pitch by accident and his foot landed in Zidane's face. Now listen, I can think of many worse things than that, having your foot in Zidane's face and Zidane took it with some humor. So Aido came out with that, or as we call him Bobo. Bobo came out with that safe and did apologize. Speaking of um, quality, Sara Esam was the first um, Arab female footballer to play in the Premier League with Stoke City. Again, another great interview. Um, it meant more than just sport. It meant how breaking the stereotype, if you don't make it in the Middle East, you won't make it abroad. She might have not had the opportunity here, but all credit to her, went to the UK, studied, got her education, and now is playing for Stoke City and Egypt. Fantastic interview with her. So you see the variety of people who came on sharing their journey was epic, and I'm so happy they could share their stories with you because influencer is a term that gets branded a lot in the modern day, but ambassador holds so much responsibility. And coming up next, we talk about the coaches who practice and have an impact in today's sport um, on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. And it is the 100th show. That's right. A little dance here in the background. You can't see it unless you're on Instagram Live. And yes, I have a special guest in the studio today. You know, it's not every day you can bring your partner into the studio. And seeing that, you know, uh, maybe on my 30th show, she said it was quite easy to do what I do. Um, I'm bringing her on uh, on on the show now to speak to us and also help us out with you know reviewing the hundred shows that we had maria welcome to the show thanks for having me omar <laughs> <laughs> see how she's trying to sound formal um now maria you've obviously you know tuned in from work sometimes because obviously it's every a, time yeah every time, <laughs> every time trying to make sure that you know forward aren't listening um and uh, and you've heard a lot of different guests has anyone stood out for you uh, in, uh, in the hundred shows I think for me, the one that has stood out the most was, I think, um, the breathing one. The breathing um, one, JD Thomas. JD Thomas. Um, Very nice. I think bringing on a guest that has that amount of knowledge, and us being in the sports realm, we tend to forget about breathing. Mm-hmm. So to kind of build a topic and build a show around something that really focuses on something that athletes always forget about. 
Absolutely. Um, and for those that are listening, Maria's background, she plays professional football uh, for the Pakistan national team and also comes from a, a footballing family with Hashim Khan being the multiple world champion in squash. Is that yep, right? Yep. So no pressure on Maria. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So in terms of that, you know, you like the breathing. J.D. Thomas was, uh, was very cool because he used to be a footballer himself. He played for Sheffield United, Crystal Palace. Uh, he played in, in Costa Rica. He has a lot of knowledge. And he's, uh, he retired quite young at 27 and uh, spoke to us about the art of breathing and body work. And actually, I went down, some people don't know this, but I went down to one of his seminars and found myself an example um, for that. And it was very, very interesting the way that he does things. A great professional. Uh, Coach Nick, who spoke about training athletes in different sports, was another one that had you know, uh, an American football background, which was good because it adds a different conditioning set to it. He was cool. Uh, Bernadette Abraham, do you remember that one? I do remember Miss Bernadette. Yeah, she was I cool. Do. She spoke about hormones. She spoke about nutrition, um, about the gut, which was very, very interesting. Victor Urbina. Oh, Victor. We know, yeah. <laughs> or as we know him, Coco. Coco, yeah. We know him uh, quite well, actually. Uh, the master chef. And also, he spoke about the relationship with food and um, and the idea that how he's changed his life Um based on the relationship with food and also based on his practice as well. He spoke about probiotics, he spoke, spoke about gut health, and he spoke about um, kombucha. Zero waste chef. That's right. That's what I like to call him. That's right. Um, Michelle Keane. Now, we know with Michelle Keane, um, she spoke about her her role from fighter to opening up her own boxing gym. Um, really, you you I brought you with me to her fights. Yes. Very intense, very focused, great professional. Something I loved about that was seeing her outside of the boxing gym. Mm -hmm. You got to see how she was with her co-workers. Yeah. They were a family. It was a real family. It was a family. Like, I got the family vibe yeah, from yeah. them when we were there. I'm very supportive. You know, they yeah. knew when to, to let her, you know, be in thought. They knew when to approach her. They knew when yeah. to be close. I, I like that, too. David Caldwell. Now, when I brought him into the studio, there was a double take. Because for those that know... David actually is, he looks younger than me, <laughs> but he's actually older. And uh, people, when I, when I introduced him to the, the Pulse95 family, they looked at me and looked at him and didn't know who to say hello to. Little big brother. <laughs> Little big brother, absolutely. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's coached some of the best fighters in the world from David Hay, Derek Chisora, and Tony Bellew. Uh, and also uh, an interesting perspective on ringside. You know, he's been there with the fighters. He's been in the locker room. He's been there coaching them. And also coming up against Canelo Alvarez. Um, levels in this game. That, that was one coach I loved having on uh, on the show. Grant Goes. Oh, Grant. Yeah. Yeah, Grant <laughs> Goes, um, find fit people. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that Grant Goes um, is one, one of the fittest men in the UAE championship. And uh, I'm a crazy competitor as well. He because he seems quite playful and, and he's always joking. You can take him as someone who, when he puts his head down, he's a serious athlete. He's, he seems very laid back, but he is a serious athlete. So that was that was definitely something. So shout out to Grant Goes and Fine Foot People, Gilbert, uh, you name it, Perea. Everyone who's involved in that, they came and covered the book launch as well for reset. So I got to show them a lot of love. Reshmi Revi. Reshmi Revi flew in from Kuwait just for the interview. Uh, she's a legend in the game. She's uh, someone that coaches, coaches. She's uh, She works with several companies. She flies uh, all over the world to train people. Um, has a, 
a Muay Thai background, has a bodybuilding background. And for a female to be able to be confident enough to do all these things, I loved having her on the show. She was awesome. Straight shooter. She is a straight shooter, absolutely. Um, anyone else stand out for you from, uh, from even the guests I mentioned earlier, athletes, coaches? I mean, I think just sticking to David, um, I think him being so heavily involved in the boxing world um, and the coaching world, the take that he had about his son, yeah, how he necessarily wouldn't encourage his him to box. Him to box. Yeah, I like I thought that because normally when you hear parents, they're like, "Oh, I can't wait for my kid to yeah. play a sport and get them involved." But to hear his spin on it was yeah. and what they had to go through as well when his fighters were fighting his family received some abuse as well because mm. it got personal right and uh, and i like the fact like you said that he didn't go into um you know he has to be a boxer he's actually a footballer his son's yeah. a footballer yeah. but he makes him train with the boxers just to get the aura mentality. and mentality yeah. and mindset yeah. so that was one-on-one parenthood by yeah, david Caldwell. Right. shout out to david Caldwell. <laughs> note taken yeah that's right guys a lot more to come up next on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, big uh, Let's get ready to rumble! All right, welcome back to the Halftime Show where I'm your host, Maria El Duri covering everything sport, international and local. Now you guys might hear that I actually don't sound like your halftime show host, but the tables have turned for this part of the show. Hello, Omar. Welcome to the halftime show. <laughs> I gotta give her a round of applause. I tried. <laughs> it's not every day I'm gonna let her do the intro for the halftime show. I think she did quite a good job so i'm gonna give her that and she deserves a round of applause maria alduri is in the studio today celebrating my 100th show with uh, pulse 95 radio love you guys everyone in the background thank you for your love and support not not bad you're such a natural <laughs> i was saying you're such a natural. i was giving you a compliment and saying that wasn't bad at all <laughs> now um maria for the 100 shows i'm sure you got a couple of questions or anything that stood out for you from the from the 100 shows that we did i do actually you ready all right, let's go. What, what is it that you put your guests through? The, the fire round? Yeah. All right, are we, are we going to do a fire round? Let's do it. All right, well, let's first start with what was your first interview? My first interview was uh, Safe Ruby. And what did that cover? That covered, uh, he's a sports agent. Okay. So I had a different uh, perspective on, on athletes and how he deals with them and handles them and manages them. And uh, I, I found out that Zinedine Zidane could have played for Newcastle. Okay. Which I never knew. What happened with that? Kevin Keegan, the manager at the time, um, didn't think he was fit enough. Okay. So, so that was what I found out on that day. Yep. All right. Are there any transformation interviews that you are impressed with? Um, I really liked uh, Ali Muhammad. Okay. Ali Muhammad, a uh, good friend of the shows, um, lost 20 kilos actually. You know, uh, and and actually now is playing sport, is back uh, back on track. You know, staying fit, staying healthy, and just looked a lot happier. Yeah. So that was really nice to see. Adam Hammond's uh, interview was up also. Uh, it was one of my early early shows. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And as far as any interviews that you were surprised with. Um, any interviews I was surprised with? Okay, so the one I have to say that I was surprised with the most 
has to be uh, Craig McManus. Now, Craig McManus is someone that went through a lot uh, dealing with substance abuse and being homeless. He suffered that since he lost his father. Mm. And uh, he was someone who was on the coaching course with me at the FA in the UK. Scottish guy, used to play professional football. Uh, natural leader, brilliant, brilliant guy. Like really, really like solid. Yeah. You know, everyone wanted to be on, on Craig's team when yeah. it came down to the practical outside because he was a very good defender. But he obviously went through this uh, this thing with his father. He lost his father and then he, he, he fell off the rails, so to speak. Mm. Craig McManus last year led England out in the Homeless World Cup as their manager. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. And I came across that article in a, in a UK newspaper and then gave him a call straight away to say congratulations. He's not on social media, um, but he's a real example. For us that don't know what the Homeless World Cup is, what what is it? Yeah, so the Homeless World Cup is people that get together, um, you know, for the sport who are who come from a background of being homeless. Five hundred people took part in that from over twenty five countries, wow. and they all got together in Cardiff. It was held last year, which was incredible, incredible. Awesome. All right. Um, we are reaching full time on the halftime show. No. <laughs> no. Yes. This that's was right. my audition. This was your audition <laughs> this was and my I audition. think I think you passed. I think you passed for sure. Maria, when when can they catch the show? They can catch the show Monday, Wednesday, Saturdays, three to four PM, where it's the only place to be in the heart of Sharjah <laughs> on Pulse ninety five. Hey listen, I'm done. I retire. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And Maria, thank you for celebrating the hundredth show. I couldn't have thought of anyone better to celebrate uh, that with me. And shout out to everyone who's listening from all around the world uh, we really really appreciate you guys shout out to Fatima Alduri as well who's probably probably, you know, one listening. Of, probably listening oh, yeah. as well one of our regular listeners Teta as well. Tuta. that's right that's right thank you so much guys um, stay tuned for more I think the afternoon cut is coming up with Michelle uh, Michelle My, uh, Michael Atiyah and Aisha Mazmi. when I mix them up it turns out to be Michelle but we love those guys <laughs> they're coming up next on the only place to be at 3 the halftime show on Pulse 95 well here they are coming into the studio so we gave them the shout out and we've got seven seconds before the Adan. But again, wanted to thank you, Maria, for coming on. Um, it's been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.